live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods moving in storage studio. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Not to be confused, George, with unactual. We want the real thing here at Isn't Ramsey Isn't that Solutions. all of social media? Of course. Well, you're right about that. Man, I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, and of course, joined to my right by the the $6 million man, George Camel. Now we're just straight up lying to the people. The but, bionic man. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I love it's to aspirational. find... Yes, that's right. I love to find new ways to introduce George so that people really see him in the grandeur that he demands. I always wait with bated breath to see what adjective <laughs> you'll use today. I actually looked that one up ahead of time, the $6 million man. Um Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And of course, we want to talk to you about your life, your money, what's going on in your world, what is going on in your current situation. Uh, Nothing's off limits as far as it comes to money, right? Give us a call. Let's talk about it. Um, Let's go to Ben. He's in Salt Lake City, Utah. What's going on, Ben? Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, I uh, just had a question about our rental situation. My wife and I, um, are living in Utah, of course, and we currently are renting um, basically a, a suite where we're watching uh, my wife's grandpa's house. Okay. Um, we were renting from him for really cheap, and it seemed like a sweet gig until they uh, they informed us that the HOA was 55 plus, and previously they hadn't um, said there would be any issues uh-huh. with us living there, but now they're kicking us out in about a month Ooh. or two. The, the curmudgeons yeah, wow. on the HOA. Right. Did someone like together. you guys that said, I don't like these young whippersnappers around here. Yeah, right. We're throwing mad parties and they, they get off my lawn. <laughs> man. Right. Yeah, just smiling and waving at all the all the people who want to grind up. Oh, man. So, <laughs> That's a so what's this mean yeah. for you? Because if, if you are breaking the HOA guidelines, I mean, I, they do have the if, if it is what you say it is they do have the right to did you have anything in writing saying you could live there and for how long no to be honest i don't i don't believe there's anything like that we're um we were just told by our grandpa um that he had talked to them and that um everyone he had spoken to had shown that there wouldn't be any problem with it but right. i don't think there's anything in writing we're planning on moving it's just now a question of whether we should rent or buy and it's just, I can't figure out which would be a better solution. So we were hoping to run it by you. How much time are they giving you before you have to vacate the premises? So they told us we have to have something figured out, which is kind of vague. Uh, they told us we have to have something figured out by the start of July, like July 8th or Ooh, something Ooh, that like was that. a, that's no time. Wow. They, these, okay. these old folks right? ain't playing. So what's your financial <laughs> situation? Do you guys have any debt? Do you have any savings? Right. So right now we we're making about fifty to fifty two thousand a year. We have um let's see, down payment of thirty thousand or twenty five thousand saved up as well as emergency savings of um above eight thousand. It's uh, roughly five months of savings. Um and that's with your current no expenses debt. though, right? Which is very minimal. Yes. Right. So we'll have to increase right. that and use some of the down payment funds to cover the emergency fund. Mm-hmm. So let's call it 25k right. for the down payment. The rest is emergency fund and you have no debt. Yes. No okay. Debt. What are the prices in that area? I imagine uh are you in the Salt Lake City area? So a little bit north of Salt Lake is uh kind of what we're looking at, Leyden, Ogden, somewhere around there. So it's 
generally we're not seeing anything in the housing market for less than um, 300 or 250,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts getting pretty rough in that range. Uh, and then on top of that, the uh, renting market, we're not seeing anything comfortable. We, we checked out some apartments around here. Yeah. We're not seeing anything we'd feel comfortable with um, below 1300. Are you guys both um, working full time? I'm working full time and in school, um, but school's being covered by FAFSA. My wife is working part time and watching her brother, her special needs brother, on the side. Mm. I'm wondering if we can increase the income if you're going to be, you have increased expenses coming up, whether it's rent or mortgage. So that needs to be part of the picture. And so I don't know who, yeah. it sounds like that would be on you to increase the income with her obligations currently. Yeah. But you're mm-hmm. also in school, which makes it tough. How much longer right. do you have in school? Um, I think another year or two. Um, I was looking at graduating winter 2025. Okay. So at the end of the day, when you do purchase the house, we want to make sure that it's something that you can enjoy, that it's not setting you back, that you're not house poor. And so we want to make sure whenever you do buy that you're able to put the right amount of down payment on something that's a 15-year fixed rate mortgage, right? And we don't want the payment to be any more than 25% of your take-home pay. That's taxes, HOA fees, insurances, all that factored in, right? So that's what we're aiming for. So at this point, it's really just you guys getting out there and seeing what you like, what you don't like, what you think you can afford, and really putting a timeline on yourselves. Because it's not to say that you have to move directly into a house right now. If you're not ready, then it's not the right time. Um, And in your situation, there's no shame in renting. Let me just, I mean, renting sounds like, honestly, at this point, it might be the move until you can save up some more money. And keep looking in different areas. I mean, um, when it comes to safety, I want you guys to live someplace safe, but this is the point of renting is to be able to save up. This is, it's like Dave says, it's camping, right? It's, this is not the life of luxury in your rental. It's, it's to get you somewhere. It's a vehicle to get you where you want to go ultimately, which is being a homeowner. So there's something to be said for that, right, George? Yeah. What's your take home pay right now? Oh, he's gone. We lost. Sorry about that, George. It's all I just... good. Well, I'm looking at the numbers here on our mortgage calculator, and I'm going, all right, if they put even 90 grand down on a $300,000 house, that payment's yeah. going to be, you know, 2100 bucks. Yeah. And so your take-home pay has got to be close to eight grand at that point. Yeah. So that worries me because they said Ooh. they're making 50. It tells me they're just not ready to be homeowners, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it tells me, all right, there's some things we can do now. Number one, we need to wait and save up more. Number two, we need to get our income up. Yeah. And so if we can get our income up to 75 and put that extra 25 towards the down payment, yes. now we're cooking with gas. Because otherwise it's going to be a slog to try to save up three, five grand a year towards oh, the down payment. Yeah. Home prices keep going up. It feels impossible. That's and so right. if you're going to live in a high cost of living area, you got to have a high income to go along with that. And that's just math. That's not me trying to be mean. And so Absolutely. you got to move, but you might have to move further out. And, and again, we go back and we've talked about this before right now and at all times, there's these things that we want in life, right? We, we want to be the stay at home parent. We want to pursue home ownership. There are these uh, milestones in life that we all want to achieve and that's perfectly fine, but you have to be able to afford it. Yeah. Right. People say all the time, when's the best time to buy a house? Is it when the market is like this? Is it when interest rates are like this? No, it's when you can afford it. And That's the, the best time to buy a house. Everyone has a different definition of afford. And some people's definition <laughs> is, it's okay if I can't put food on the table as long as I live in this box that I oh. t- kind of own. Yikes. Recipe for disaster. Yeah, you that's want the scary home to be stuff. a blessing and not a burden. Yeah, that's exactly right. And if Ben follows the advice that George Camel so beautifully laid out, he too 
will accomplish the dream of home ownership in due time. But for him, a key component of that is getting that income up, which is probably the case for many folks listening right now. But stay in the race. Keep putting that money aside. The time is going to pass. Anyway, this is The Ramsey Show. I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband, Gary, were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow. Tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her Social Security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander, so Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You are listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host today, Jade Warshaw, joined by George Campbell, host of the Poppin' YouTube channel. Wow. Yeah. George That's Campbell. That's a descriptor. Yeah. All you got to do on YouTube is go in and, and just Google George Campbell, right? With and a it's K. The, with a K. It'll That's show right. Up. It'll My show right up. My friendly face. And we're having fun, Jade. I did some, uh, we did a video on travel hacks yesterday as everyone starts to travel for the summertime. Ooh. I shared I like my it. top 10. Some some good goodies in there. Can you give us a little taste of what that of what one of them? I'll tell might you how be? it ended. It and the last tip was me showing you how to fly with luxury. I'm talking. You got to have the the noise canceling headphones. Yes. You got to have I, one is like a little flip flap you add to the little seat. Yes. So that you can put your phone up there. Because okay. I see everyone struggling to watch their movie and put it somewhere where uh-huh. it's not falling. I love that. Can you ha- inflatable uh, headrest? That's a big one. Yes. Can you advise us on how to keep? the person in the middle seat in their space instead of spilling with their feet in oh. their bag and, and, and their chips onto your seat. The first I dealt 30 with that. seconds are everything. That is where you, you assert dominance. Yes. So you got to command the elbow space and let puff them know up. what's up. Yeah, I puff up like a blowfish on a Southwest flight. <laughs> the other move you can do is just give a little cough. That usually <gasps> will get them to go, I'm going to keep going. Can I tell you the truth? I tried that. I did that. Old girl was really just getting into my space. Look, let it be known, if you're sitting in the middle seat, you do have access to both armrests. That is a given. I've heard that as an unspoken rule. But if you start putting your feet over into my side, and so I started coughing, and all she did, she pulled up her blanket over her nose like a Mm -hmm. mask, but she didn't move her foot. I had one where like the woman put all of her hair behind the chair right in front of my face, (laughs) and I was like, this is not okay with me. (laughs) So as you can see here on The Ramsey Show, we will talk about anything that we need to talk about, but we like to talk about money. That's really what the show is about. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We're talking about money. We're talking about travel hacks, apparently, and how to keep the middle seat person in their lane. Connor from Jacksonville, Florida. What do you know about it, Connor? How are you guys? Doing good. How can we help? So the question I had is I'm trying to figure out how to get my girlfriend on board with budgeting now that we've kind of moved in together. Okay. What do you mean kind of so, moved in together? <laughs> <laughs> so That's a good question. We first moved into my mom's place 
she moved in with me and then we just got an apartment back in January. So finance has been like a big struggle of ours mm-hmm. and trying to get her on board with like either every dollar or baby steps. It's been almost impossible. What is her, is she just like, no, I don't think that I should have to live in the, what she probably feels are confines of a budget. Is that kind of where her head's at? Kind of. Yeah. So she finally got like a pretty good paying job mm-hmm. and her parents just n- never taught her how to budget. They never budgeted. Mm-hmm. So it's not really anything that she was ever taught or shown how to do. That makes sense. And she, she kind of just like, oh, as long as I pay my bills, I'm fine. Does she have debt? Yes. All so right. right now it's about $2,000 on a credit card and then about 24000 in a car loan. Okay. And you and have no debt. Was, I have some debt. I have a car loan right now. Um, and then about 100 bucks on a credit card from gas. How much is your car loan, by the way? i just curious. My car loan is about seventeen five. Okay. Is what, I let, is what I owe on it. And you're done with debt at this point? Yeah. Well, I, I just haven't spent on my budgeting for the day. I just got paid. But I <laughs> mean, like the concept free. of debt, you're like... I don't want to be debt free anymore. Like, I, or I'm sorry, yeah, I don't want to take on debt anymore. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so it sounds like you guys have got to sit down and have some lengthy conversation because right now you guys have a different set of values, and it's not mm-hmm. just as simple as me and George going. If you read this script, she'll say yes tomorrow to the budget. It's you guys sitting down and saying, okay, we're living together we're thinking about getting married or hopefully we are about to get married. And before we get married or before we get any deeper into this relationship, we've got to see that we have similar values on how to live life. Cause honestly, when it comes to money, it filters into so many areas of life. This is, this is an exercise on how we view life, right? When it comes to money. And so you would not want to enter into marriage. And in my mind, even starting to live with somebody is very shaky ground. If you don't see how to live life eye to eye, to eye. it's it's religion, it's money. Those are some of the biggest factors in how well a marriage is going to play out, how you raise your kids, what are your philosophies on that. Those are the things that you need to be talking about with somebody that you're thinking about marrying and for sure somebody you've already moved in with. So what do those mm-hmm. conversations look like? So we've talked about budgeting in the past. Um, her big thing right now is, just she wants to, she's trying to get her credit card paid off. Okay. So she's been putting like five, $600 a paycheck towards it. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to figure out if we should just keep putting a lot of money in savings and making like two or $300 payments. What do you mean? We are, are you saying you're helping her pay this down? I'm, I'm kind of like helping her figure out how to pay it down with her own money. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're not sharing money just to make, be clear. Yeah. We only share like grocery money and rent pretty much. That's it. So you're splitting the rent, splitting the food. Yes. Okay. And let me just say, in case you were thinking of it, do not split your money. Like, don't combine your money. Don't pay off her debt. She doesn't pay off your debt. Um, and if, yeah, let's just yeah, keep that clear. This, we took, a, I'm, I'm just, I feel the tension building because we took a call yesterday where a couple was playing house like this. They weren't married. All of a sudden, she can't work or doesn't work, and now he's covering her bills and paying her debts, and it was a messy, messy situation. And so I don't like this idea. Moral issues aside, I don't like the financial implications of living together before you're married, but 
as far as getting her you asked about how to get her on board budgeting and it comes down to her wanting to take control of her money and it sounds like right now she's like well i pay my bills so it's fine Mm -hmm. but i think you showing her here's what budgeting has done for me here's what mine looks like here's what it's allowed me to do here's all the things i've seen that i'm overspending on i found out i can save money by doing this i feel in control because i'm giving every dollar a name that's the stuff that makes you go i'm excited to budget because the budget's not exciting what the budget can do for me financially that's exciting yeah and and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be i'm gonna be mama jade for a minute because i gotta say this you can't change folks you can lead by example like what george is saying you can you know hope that they get on board by watching what you're doing and seeing the impact it's making on your life but when it comes to relationships you can't change folks and i would advise kind of putting a little bit of time limit on this and kind of seeing like hey I'm I'm gonna put this out there and I'm gonna see what her reaction is. But after a while, if if if, if old girl is still not on board, you're gonna have to see how that lines up with your values and what you want out of life and how you view money. And if you start, if if she's like, hey, I'm fine with this. It's not it's not important to me. It's not something I want to do. You're then gonna have to decide what that means for the relationship moving forward. Because let me tell you, you don't. These are things that matter. You want to go into a relationship. You want to go into a marriage with someone that you see eye to eye with. Money um, fights and money mm-hmm. problems, one of the leading causes of divorce Thank in America you, today. So we just don't want that for you, Connor. And I want you to get out of debt. And I think her seeing you actually do this stuff and be a man of your word will mm-hmm. go a long, long way. More than you telling her, you got to do a budget. You should really. Her yeah. seeing you become debt free a year faster than her with having more debt. She's going to go, what, what? tell me what you did. Uh huh. Now, uh-huh. what is her income? Okay. I'm curious. So my income's right about forty six to forty eight thousand a year, depending on what I work overtime wise. Okay. And then hers, I don't know what her yearly is because her hours are weird, but her take home every month is forty four hundred after tax. Okay. Okay, good. So yeah, this is just kind of monitoring the situation, right? You're being tactful about how you're talking about it. You are having open conversation and ask direct questions, right? Don't skate around this. Be like, what's her name by the way? Well, you don't have to say her name. Let's call her Jennifer. Jennifer, what do you think about debt? Jennifer, I want to make it clear, you know, in my life, I don't want a, a, a life where we're borrowing money. I want a life where we stick to the budget. I want a life where there's parameters around our spending. And that's what I'm seeking. Like, let's have very clear. And it's not an ultimatum. It's just you being very Dave. Dave Ramsey says to be unclear is to be unkind. And that is what this is. You guys have been dating long enough. You're moving in together. It's time to have these serious conversations and make it super clear to her. This is what, this is what I want out of life. Is this what you want out of life? This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You are listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, joined by fellow co-host, George Camel. And uh, listen, if you're financially ready to buy your first home in this market, it's not because of luck. It's probably be probably because you've been putting in the hard work and kicking butt at budgeting and saving. And we're fired up for you. We're proud of you. And we don't want your hard work to go to waste. Buying a house is the biggest purchase that you're ever going to make. So the last thing you need to do is fly solo or work with a garbage real estate agent. Even if it's your aunt Susan, uh, it's you, it's always Mm. the family members. Even if it's your aunt Susan and she's a very nice lady, you know, she goes to church. You can't leave this up to an agent who's just good enough, 
right? You need somebody who's great. You need somebody who's fired up. They've been doing it for a minute. They know how to make you some money. You know what I'm talking about? A Ramsey trusted agent is a great agent. They set you up for success before and after closing day by helping you find the right home, keeping you on track with your goals. Hey, time out. Cause let me talk about that. Cause these agents that you tell them, hey, I only want to spend this much. And then they're constantly showing you houses that are outside of your price range. Mm, it's a trap. Nope. So we need agents who are keeping you on track with your goals, making sure that you're confident in your decision in our Ramsey trusted pros or the Ramsey trusted pros here on our site. Uh, can get our stamp of approval because we know that they work hard to serve you and they're not uh, not to pad their own paycheck. So they're working for you guys. They're not trying to do whatever makes the most sense for them on the back end. They treat our fans right. Yes. And so uh, you've worked hard to buy your first home and you don't want to do that with anyone but the best. Find a Ramsey trusted real estate agent by going to RamseySolutions.com slash agent. That's RamseySolutions.com slash agent. And it must be said, my Ramsey trusted real estate agent that I used, nothing but the best. The best, George, I'm telling you. A resounding recommendation. That's right. That's what we want to do. So let's take some questions. Uh, Our question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. If you're moving, uh, you have a long list of to-dos, but Neighborly has local pros like Housemaster or Five Star Painting or Window Genie or The Junk King to check items off that list. Visit Neighborly.com to schedule your home service experts near you. I might call call Junk King to just go to my neighbor's houses and get all that stuff out of the garage. Like, what is people storing these days? It's crazy. It's weird. I see people they don't they can't even park their cars in the garage. They got to park them. It's a free storage unit. Why not? It's craziness. Well, today's question comes from Marie in South Carolina. She writes, I'm a huge fan. Thank you for all you do to help people. My question is that I recently got engaged and now have a beautiful ring. And the jeweler said I needed to get my ring insured. Is that necessary? And what's the best way to do that? Should I put it on my homeowner's plan? Great question from that is, Marie. That's different. Yeah. So I don't have a strong opinion on this. I think if it's something you're worried about and make you feel better, you have an exorbitantly expensive ring that's a pretty big part of your world, it's not going to hurt to get insurance on that. And uh, a lot of the times you can do that through your homeowner's or renter renter's policy, and it may add you know 1% of the value of the ring to your policy. So $5,000 mm. ring might be 50 bucks a year extra to insure that's good now i feel like we have to caveat this because some folks kind of go crazy on like the warranties and like oh, anytime yeah. i buy something like on amazon even you buy one thing and they're like do you want the protection or like wayfair do you want the protection on this and this is not like an excuse to like go out and get all the warranties and insurances on all of the no. things right we are not a fan of all these extras and warranties and a lot of times it just makes the companies a whole lot of money and that they know statistically the chances of you needing to use that and them actually paying out and covering it mm-hmm. and there's always deductibles so you That's still right. have to pay it's never just a, a free lunch here so you got to look into the fine print of these and remember the reason for insurance it's to cover the things that you can't cover mm-hmm. the things that, that you risk. couldn't absorb and so my rule of thumb is if if that wedding ring is going to tank you guys to replace, number one, you may be getting too expensive of a ring. <laughs> Facts. That scares me. Uh, my wife's ring is not expensive enough that it's even worth insuring. Yeah. And she has a beautiful ring. Let me just say that. I believe that, George. I believe you have great taste. I My wedding ring that Sam gave me, the first or engagement ring, really, we insured it like the first five years because... 
back then, it would have been a big part of our world. I think that if, if, if I had lost it, and let's be honest, the man worked hard for it. He had a paper route and everything wow. to get this ring. So he was a grown man. He, a grown man on a paper route. For some reason, I picture him <laughs> on a bike. I know he was in a vehicle, but him on a bike, like a little mini bike makes me happy. Look, Just throwing those papers, like the Paperboy video game on yeah. Nintendo. Love that game. I mean, we were, in, we were in college and he was like, hey, I've got a paper route. Can I sleep on your floor? Because you're close to my route. And I was like, uh, what? Wow. Why? I didn't know that's what it was for. And then I found out that's what all the hard up work for that was ring. for. All right, let's take a call. We got Aaron in Baltimore, Maryland. What's going on, Aaron? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good. How are you? Good, good. Um, yeah, I was just uh, talking to the gentleman. Um, I'm about to be uh, losing my job in about a year and a half. Shoot. And, uh, coming from my uh, six-figure salary. so um, That's a very kind of, uh, specific and long time frame. Yeah, how, what's what's the scenario surrounding this? Yes, yeah, so the scenario surrounding it is, uh, I guess, coal's in, under attack in the United States. So uh, basically, long story short is, I guess, they got in bed with the Sierra Club, so now we're shutting down. Mm. And uh, we got about a year and a half um, of my uh, salary income. Sheesh. And uh, Maryland, I think it's going to be a little bit more uh, difficult to find a uh, six-figure income coming from um, operations, which I'm in. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now, I'm kind but of, your uh, skills kind transfer. of my time. Say again? Your skills transfer to other areas. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Um, however... Um, there's a nuclear plant down south, and the most the majority of the plants are kind of a, a far, probably like an over an hour drive for me. I mean, there is some smaller plants, but uh, so it could mean move. People are starting move. It could mean you. Tr- it could mean you moving or transitioning to find the right position. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do like the area I live in, um, but you also got to realize a lot of these people that I'm working with, we're, we're talking about 100 people are going to be losing their jobs, Ugh. so a lot of people are going to be jumping ships because it'll be very competitive trying to get a job in these other power plants. Um, plus, I have a family, so some of these guys that I work with are, uh, you know, single guys, so getting up and moving is, is not uh, not uh, daunting for them. So, so have uh, right you now, started, trying to prepare. have you started, it sounds like you've done a little bit of research, let's do more because i definitely would not wait you know i would not ride this train yeah. for the next one and a half is there years. harm if you got a job in six months could you just leave uh yeah so uh there's there's talks about a retention bonus at my job but uh, obviously they're dragging their feet on that so i mean at the end of the day they're, they're looking out for themselves and i mean it is what it is it's business at the end of the day but uh I mean, the problem with it is if you sign that retention bonus, obviously you have to stay to the end. Yes. So uh, that's going to be a problem for me. So that's me, essentially your severance. Something. If you stick out for a year, a year and a half, you get some kind of severance. So they're talking about a retention bonus and then staying at the end. Perhaps there could also be a severance package as well. But, uh, you know, the, this is all question marks right now. And uh, honestly, you know, I have two young children. I don't need question marks in my right. life. I'm we don't need any buzzer beater, Hail Mary situations. Right. So I would start doing right. the homework now. And sharpening up that resume and mm-hmm. going, who do I know in in these areas? How what skills do I need to transfer to maybe a different industry completely? That's right. If coal and power plants are going to be, you know, a tough gig for you for the next ten years, we got to find something sustainable. And another part to that is making sure that you're in the best possible financial shape right now going into that. So right now, what's it look like? Do you have savings? Do you have debt? Can you roll that out for us briefly? Yeah. So. Uh yeah, briefly, I'll roll out to you. So, um, I guess uh, savings account, I got about 15000 Checking, I got about 15000 
I, I did open a little business recently um, with junk removal. It seems like everybody's moving in that, that just direction. For, just for I, time, been, how much debt do you have? All right, so let's see. Uh, about 80000 in car loans, $220,000 in uh, house loans, and $8,000 on a dump trailer, and that's it. All right, so this is what we're going to do. The game plan is to do that research to find out about work, but in the meantime, we are cleaning up the mess of this debt. We are keeping $1,000 saved for baby step one, and then we're working that debt snowball to pay off as much debt as possible so that you can feel comfortable going into this transition. Yeah. And then, of course, any any and all extra money you can pull in. You mentioned you had a side gig going on. Let's kick it. I'm for probably selling one or both of these cars. That's that is awesome. way too Whew, much car facts. for the situation you're in. Yeah, you've got some work to do, but you can do it, Aaron. We're pulling for you. This is The Ramsey Show. What's going on, everybody? I am Jade Warshaw, your host, joined by George Camel, and you're listening to The Ramsey Show. Hey, if you want to, give us a call today. The number is 888-825-5225. We'd be happy to take your call. But in the meantime, we've got our scripture and our quote of the day. This is my one of my favorite parts of the hour, George. He says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. One version says a sound mind, which I love that one. That's 2 Timothy 1 and 7. And then, of course, we've got this one from Alanis Morissette. Happy birthday, Alanis Morissette. Courage and willingness to just go for it, whether it is conversation or a spontaneous trip or trying new things that are scary. It is a really attractive quality. So get out there. Get crazy. Now, we're not talking about YOLO, Alanis. It's different. None of that YOLO business. Where else can you get some First <laughs> Timothy and Alanis in one segment? I mean, only on the Ramsey Show. Isn't it ironic? Hey! Got him. Here we go. Got him. It was really, it's not ironic at all, but I had to say that. All right. Let's go to the phone lines. We've got Alyssa on line one. What's going on, Alyssa? Phoenix. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Um, so my husband and I have been saving for our home here in Phoenix for about the past three years through COVID. We are now priced out of the market. And so basically our question is, should we stay here in Phoenix and try to make it work buying a house, um, even if it might be some financial stress, or should we move and go out of state, even though our friends and family are, are still here in Phoenix? Well, I appreciate the question, but let's look, let's look at what you're saying here. Because okay. is it really... Price out of the market, I get it. A lot of people, it's like yeah. as fast as they save, the, the prices just keep going up, right? And it's hard to keep up with that and outpace that so that you can actually buy. So t completely valid. I get that. But what you first said to me is, that, is it worth it, even though it would be basically you know, beyond your means, right? You'd be strapped for cash. You'd have all these issues. Mm -hmm. No, that's not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it. If you're going to buy a house, you want it to be a blessing and never a burden. That's not, that's no fun. You'll start to resent the house. You'll hate the property. It'll make you dislike going to work, right? Because nobody wants to mm. work just to be in that rat wheel, right, George? Mm. So that is a no-go. I like, feel like there's other options. That's right. Like, if we can't live in Phoenix. We're getting out of the entire state. <laughs> is there another option, which is, okay, maybe we do a townhome that's 30 minutes out of the city. You know what I mean? Are there other things right. you guys could look at temper the expectations mm -hmm. compromise a little bit hey we're going to save up for another year whatever we can afford at that time in whatever location in the area we're going to go for mm -hmm. so where are you guys at in, in that regard 
Well, we are currently living with his parents. Um, We have a baby. So my husband's working. I'm at home with the baby. Um, We currently have about $80,000 saved for a down payment. That's great. Uh Um, We we don't have any debt. Um, So we we really want to buy... um, but we want to make sure that with just one income coming in, that we'd be able to afford our mortgage. And why is there only one income coming in? I'm I'm a stay-at-home mom. Okay. What's so, he make? Sorry, before you get to that, can I pause right yeah. quick, George? Um, I just want to challenge you on this because George and I have talked yeah. about this several times. The dream is stay being a stay-at-home mom. So many folks have that dream. But you've got to ask yourself in this season with what you're saying you want, is it feasible? Are you able to go into the marketplace and earn more than the cost of daycare so that you can accomplish this goal Mm -hmm. of getting this down payment? I just that's a little sidebar for you to think of, because a lot Mm -hmm. of times we kind of feel like, oh, I can just do this. But then we complain about what it means on the financial implication. So just throwing that out there for you to think about. Okay, Okay. George. Oh, that's a good word. So you're saying with his income currently, it's not gonna. You're not gonna be able to afford a home. So like Jade's saying, right. what is his current income? He makes um, eighty thousand um, with his nine to five, and then ten thousand um, with a side hustle. Awesome. So about ninety. Okay. Yeah. And you have eighty thousand saved. What is a home like? The homes mm-hmm. you've been looking at. How much do they cost? Mm-hmm. They're on average about four fifty, four sixty. Okay. So the take home on a 15 year fix, which is the only one I'd recommend, if you put 80,000 down on a house that's mm-hmm. 450, that would be a $3900 mortgage payment. Which is a lot yeah. of your take home pay, right? Yeah. So just thinking about that number, you're going we couldn't breathe. And so that tells me we either have to temper the expectations, wait mm-hmm. another year or two and have 120 down or 150 mm-hmm. down or we need to go, we're going to get a condo or townhome because we really want it. Or like Jade said, I may have to go back to work for a season for the next year in mm-hmm. order to make this happen. And one day I'll be able to go back and accomplish this dream in a way where it doesn't set us back financially with that's, our other goals. That's right. Because mathematically, you don't want to be more than 25% of your take-home pay on that mortgage. Otherwise, you will feel the strain. It will be stressful. And right. you're going to go like, why did I do this? So these are the things that you've got, you're have you going to have to weigh out. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, John Deloney might say, yeah, pick a place on the map and move there. You know, you're free. You can do what you want. And if that's if that aligns with you guys's, you know, personality, then be my guest. If you're like, look, Phoenix, peace out. Like y'all are too expensive. We're going to Kansas. Then that's also mm-hmm. up to you, too. But I like what George said. Sometimes we paint ourselves into a corner and it's either we can do this or we can do, do that. And those are our only two options. And I'm hoping that we kind of illuminated the fact that there's a lot of options for you. You've just got to decide. The main thing here is you've got to have that boundary around. We're not going to buy a house unless we're able to buy it the right way, unless it's affordable and it fits within those parameters. 15-year fixed rate mortgage where the payment is no more than 25% of your take home. That's what we're looking for. Great call, Alyssa. Yeah. I loved that. Um, let's go to Taylor right quick. I think we can handle it. Taylor, we're slightly against the clock, but tell us about your situation. Hi guys. Um, yeah, so my husband and I are baby step four, so we're trying to contribute our fifteen percent. We're both um contributing to our four hundred one Ks and uh we'll contribute to one Roth. We're just not hitting 
for meeting that goal of 15%. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also trying to save for a future surgery that we know is going to be about $11,000. Okay. So the question is, is that okay for us to just do what we're doing and then save the money and handle that and then move up to the 15%? Or in this stage, we be pushing for the 15% while also saving? Is there a, are you, I mean, not to get too personal, but is the surgery elective or is it something that's like, I got to get this done? It's something that we got to get done. Okay. I mean, if you, for your health, if you got to get done, then you got to save up for it. Yeah. How quickly could you save up? Let's say you invested, you got to 15%. How much longer would it take? Could you delay the surgery or is it something that has a very specific timeline? Um, it's a specific timeline, so it's going to be about a year's time. Um, uh, I think we can still do it by pushing up to the 15%, but it's just, you know, taking away from, you know, some margin that is going towards that. Um, if I'm in your shoes, here's what I would do personally if this was my family. I'm going to find mm-hmm. a way to create more income for the next year okay. so that I can invest 15%. We have that going and I can save up 11000 for the surgery. Because you're talking about 1000 bucks a month to save up for the surgery from scratch. Mm-hmm. Do you guys okay. have any money right now in the bank? Oh, yeah. We have our six months. We have 18000 Okay. That. Great. That's good. That's good. And I love that you're not just going, oh, we'll just use your emergency fund to pay for it. Because in this case, it wouldn't be an emergency. You it's know what's unexpected. coming. Yeah, it's not unexpected. Um, so that's good. I like that you guys are doing that. Yeah, I'm with George. If you have the ability to get your income up and to still be able to do both, that's great. If for, I don't can't think of a reason why, but if for some reason there's no option and it's, you know, causing you guys to do some weird things and maybe, I mean, I don't know if you're in, if you go down to, I, I just can't see it making a huge difference. Yeah. Going from 15% down to 13%. Yeah. yeah. And you can make a hundred bucks a night doing a side hustle. And if each of you did that mm-hmm. a few nights a week, there's your thousand yeah. dollars right there. I like okay. that, George. So that would be my personal goal. Uh, if you need to scale back and kind of call this a storm because this is a health situation, and you need to scale back investing. We're not going to yell at you. Right. You're going to be okay. okay. <laughs> uh, but my personal goal would be to hit that milestone and save up on top of that. That's right. Thanks for the call, Taylor. That's a great. That's so good, George. You know, sometimes you really have to look at the dollars and cents on something and go, "All right, is the if the difference is two hundred dollars, how quickly could I make that? Mm-hmm. You know, do I really have to pull from this, or can I just go out and get my there's always get my fingernails dirty that we're not thinking about. That's right. I love it. Well, guys, that does it for this hour of the show. Be sure to join us next time. And remember, you can tell me you won't do it, but don't tell me that you can't. With God, all things are possible. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.